Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Payne Haas, the big talking point of the day. It takes a lot to knock the Matildas off the lead story, but it's exactly what happened late yesterday when Payne Haas recommitted to the Broncos until 2026. It makes him, or it makes it, that deal, the richest in Broncos history. And I think the most important in Broncos history. What? Adam Reynolds, right? Wally Lewis, right? Glenn Lazarus, right? Well, yeah, all massive signings. But for where the Broncos are and where they've been, this is the most important. Payne Haas and his signature signifies that the Kevolution has done a full revolution, the full 180. We've been hearing about and seeing on the field that the aura is back at the Broncos. We are seeing the resurgence of Brisbane back into a superpower. But they lost Farmworth and Flegler to the Dolphins this year. Well, this year for next. So if the aura was back, surely the signatures stay. Players stay for less money don't they? They stay for the premierships. They swap paydays for premierships. They they swap salaries for success. That is why Payne Haas's signature signals to me a turning point in the Broncos' history. Because only a few years ago, there was a wooden spoon. They were sacking coaches. Players were walking out. Players were deserting. They were chasing bigger money. And that's not what happens at the Broncos, is it? Where does it sit? Where does it resonate? Well, the man who held the mantle as the best prop of a generation at the Brisbane Broncos is Shane Webke. Now, Payne Huss has taken that mantle. But also Shane Webke is, well, one of the last, alongside Darren Lockyer, to hold a premiership trophy aloft. That was back in 2006. As I mentioned earlier, Webby's been reading the news at Channel 7 longer then he played football at the Broncos. Just let that sink in. It is People's Day at the Ecker, and Webby will be there. In fact, he was there yesterday with Trevor Gilmeister. Uh, we did a segment on the news sending these two lunatics out, and it ended in a, well, it was haunted houses, there were rides, and it ended in a wood shop. Webby, good morning. What the hell were you blokes thinking? Oh, Benny, Benny. When I agreed to do it, I did not really understand what was in front of me. And it started badly on that mad ride uh, and sort of descended into the abyss after that, uh, culminating in a in a chop-off that many would have seen on our news last night uh, in the wood shopping pavilion. I'm uh, glad you clarified say- that. I was wondering where you are going. Yeah, what was the ride you got onto first, Webby, for those who didn't see it and are now trolling social media to find out <laughs> all the fun and games? What, what was, was the ride? I, I, well, I forget what it was called. All I know, all I know is it went bloody high and went round and round in circles. Was it the um, the de- not the devil the uh, the Joker? Was it the Joker? The Joker. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you. Look, it's been a long time since I've been a ride or anything. Holy smokes! It just went every which way you think, and then it turned you around a different way. And oh, so they put, they set me up with a GoPro. 
and I was meant to I was meant to concentrate and be looking at you know because it was obviously on my right hand, and I had to stick it out so I could see Gilly. But I, every time I looked across at Gilly, he was holding on like he was about to die. Because uh, Dead Set felt that way. Oh, I kid you not, Benny. Unbelievable. And I'm glad you said holy smokes because you were saying a lot more than that on, on the yeah, on the footage, yeah. which yeah, was no, subtitled was, yeah. and beeped out. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of beeping. Put it that way. Mm. Um, milking cows, shearing sheep, <laughs> show bag. And actually, yeah, yeah it brought, me, brought me back to my youth. Uh, it's actually funny milking a cow. When we were kids, uh, we always milk cows in the morning. So. Uh, when I jumped in there, it was uh, it was like a transformation. It was back in time, and then shearing sheep as well. I, this, here's a fun fact for you, Ben. Hmm. When I was a kid growing up, we grew up on a sheep and wool property, and I wanted to be a shearer. Anyone who watched me shear that sheep yesterday will know that I picked a different uh, career path for a reason. <laughs> it was horrendous. <laughs> was the wool pink by the end of it? Well, because <laughs> they don't no, they don't I, take kindly to that. No, they don't. They don't. No, thankfully, thankfully, I didn't give him any nicks or anything, but it was hardly what you'd call a stellar performance, put it that way. Before we get into talk some footy, which is the reason why I've got you on, um, <laughs> you did go, as you mentioned, into a wood chopping contest, a contest with the axe, as in against the axe, Trevor Gilmeister. Mm. What were you thinking? Well, you know, I thought I, I, thought I was on a hiding to nothing, really, because someone called the axe. Surely knows how to swing one. Turns out he doesn't. Turns out I beat him by about three and a half minutes. Okay. I'm, I, haven't, I haven't made a big thing of it, but, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Here's a funny thing, though, Ben. We were very nervous about it because it was, for those who didn't see it, it was the version where you actually stand. What they do is they secure a lump of timber onto a stand. You've got to stand up either side of it, so you straddle it with your feet, which means you're throwing the axe down toward your feet into the wood each time. And anyway, we get there and we we're very nervous about it because it's, it's a daunting thing because it's very, very easy to hit your feet. And these axes, are, they are honed. They, they, are, they are very, very sharp. Anyway, so with all that in mind, we said, oh, you know, we're nervous. And they said, oh, don't worry. So they gave us some chainmail socks to put on. And they said, <laughs> right, put, put the chainmail socks on. And, and they said, it'll stop, you, it'll stop you cutting your foot off. It won't stop you breaking it. If you hit it hard enough, you'll break your foot, but at least you won't cut it off. Imagine how relieved we were when we knew that, Ben. <laughs> oh, excellent stuff. Uh, we are speaking to the Woodchop champion from the Ecker yesterday, Shane Webke. <laughs> People's Day at the Ecker today. Webby, you'll be out there signing autographs, getting selfies, getting amongst the people because you are the people's champ. But before that... <laughs> <laughs> you, you you were you you, know, you were a footy champion. Let, let's 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 make no bones about it. Uh, the best prop since you left the Broncos has just re-signed for the biggest deal in Broncos history. Payne Haas. It's uh, it, it's a turning point for me for, for the club. The Kevolution is here, and the one they really really wanted to keep, they've kept. Yeah, and I think you're right, Ben. I hadn't really thought about it in that context. But it does mark... What, that he's better than you? or, or the... Well, I know he's better than me. He's got no problem with that. Um, but it does mark uh, a turning point whereby once once upon a time, what kept the Broncos very, very strong for a long period of time is the players didn't leave. They stayed. And oftentimes they'd stay for less money. I, I was one of them. And you stay for less money because you enjoyed the success of the club. Um, and I think... The recently in Payne Hearts, albeit I realise <laughs> on the best ever deal, mm. but but not notwithstanding that he could have got that anywhere and probably more. Um, 
that he stayed with us, I think, is a, a pointer to the fact that Kevy's work is finally coming to fruition, and we're becoming a club of a club of choice again. And that that will be married up with our success, hopefully this year in terms of a premiership. But I think um, for the years to come, people don't understand Ben. It takes a long, long time to build a club that can win premierships because what you've got to have is depth. And depth can only be achieved over a long period of time. And what happened with the Broncos some years back, we, you know, obviously had some some problems in terms of changing coaches and different things. And Wayne left. All these big monumental sort of things happened to the club, and it, there was an interruption in the supply chain, if you like, uh, for want of a better description, of of the players coming through. And what we've experienced in the last few years is a vacuum that was created with that talent not being lined up and coming through. And what they have done now is gathered up a whole heap of young players, put them through our system, and they're all coming to the fore now, and Payne Haas is one of those. Uh, that he has re-signed sort of marks um, a generational change. He's the generation that came through. Now he's going to be the leading generation. And I think that's that's uh, is a very good overture for the club. Have the Broncos got their aura back? That'll depend on this year. I think the I think it's building. I think it's building, but it's not going to be back until we win a premiership. And you have to say, Ben, that we are we are in just about as good a position as you get. We're going into the finals. Uh, that result against Parramatta last week was absolutely conclusive. Um, we're heading into the finals with form, with momentum. Um, it doesn't. And, and at this point, um, you know, staying relatively free of injury. Um, so all of those things are what you need to be able to get in there. So obviously the competition starts again when we get into the finals. Everybody says that, but that is the truth. It'll start again. Uh, and I think the likely, the likely, can, you know, uh, biggest risk is Penrith. But look at what the Storm did on the weekend as well against the Raiders. Um, so there's, it's a very, very interesting competition. But I'd have to say the Broncos are as well placed as they've been any time since 2006 when we won our last premiership, which coincidentally was my last game for the club. <laughs> well, they've never been further from a premiership. You've actually been reading the news longer than you had a first-grade career. So exactly right. <laughs> it, was a, it was a long time. Well, it was. It was a long time ago. It was 17 years ago. And, and you're right. They, they've made a grand final in 2015 and were one kick away from, from reversing that. But it has been since 2006. Webby, what about this? signing of pain inside the four walls, inside the dressing room. Can, can we put a price on what that does for this team for, for this year? Oh, look, I think, I don't think... Or, or is it place. inconsequential? It, I, I, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's inconsequential, but don't read too much into what players will think about that. Um, I think the modern players too are, are very different in terms of they have a different attitude toward, and you know, loyalty stopped being part of our game some time back. Um, in terms of, you know, it's seen more as a business, and players, I think, approach it that way a bit more as well. So I think whilst they'll be very happy, and and I think, you know, he he, he may well be a bit of a catalyst for other players who have decisions to make um, that he stays. There's no doubt players follow players, and they, and they want to play with good players. And Payne Haas is, you know like arguably the best player in the competition at the moment. And so therefore, it will have a positive effect in the longer term for players making decisions. Will it affect them moving into this final series? I don't think so. I think they'll all be intent on doing what they were going to do anyway. And if, and if they've all got the collective mindset of we're going to get this done, um, Payne signing or not signing would, wouldn't have affected that. And I really don't think it would have affected Payne Hearts. Um, I think he'd be relieved to have this out of the way. But as I said, modern day players are a bit different to what we were. Um, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Uh, they think 
think differently because they've been trained to think differently, and I think they're able to to, to go out and play remarkably well for whoever they're playing for, regardless of where they feel their loyalties lie. Uh, one last one before you go and wreak havoc on the uh, Dagwood Dog stalls <laughs> at the uh, at the Ekaterinburg, and I mean all of them. Um, <laughs> you you and I have spoken about this. You know my formula to premiership success, where you need an international front rower. That's a given, and the other part of it, you need three of the four of your spine. Any of those three need to be rep players. The Broncos don't have that this year. They've got Adam Reynolds, he's played Origin, Reese Walsh, but Ezra Mam and at this stage Billy Walters, no. Is this the year that my formula gets busted? I think it could. Um, I, and I think Adam Reynolds is the key. Um, he's he's sort of, I, I guess he's in between old school and new school. Um, and also, I, I always get the feeling when you watch him play, he has the respect of, of the players underneath him. Um, and that's, you know, oftentimes, you know, just because you're the captain doesn't, doesn't mean that you automatically, you know, have, it's a bit like the Alan Langer effect. Um, Alan Langer, for argument's sake, he, he didn't have the silkiness or, or the, or that, um, classical, um, ability that, that Darren Lockyer did yet everybody, and I mean, everybody who played under Alan Langer would, would have died for him in, in that sporting sense. And, and I think that's what Reynolds has. And you're right in what you're saying in terms of, of those those big four or five players that you absolutely need. But I think what what the Broncos has got is is the other thing that sometimes comes into this is a curious mix of things that work. Um, you can't do it without good forwards. We have got good forwards, but you really need the leader, the the, the, the overall leader of the whole show who sets the tone, who sets the pace, um, and who sets the flavour of how you play. And that's what Reynolds does. If he's on song. And they continue, uh, the forward pack continues the momentum and impetus that they've got. There is nothing that will stop us um, except ourselves. I've got tingles, mate. Thank you. Go and attack the <laughs> Ecker and uh, be part of People's Day, the People's Champ, Shane Webke. Absolutely. Thanks, Benny. <laughs>